Welcome to Cal St. G Academy, the educational podcast of the Parish of Calvary St. George's. These podcasts are intended to inform and deepen your faith so that you can share your faith thoughtfully with the world around you. For more information about the parish, go to calvarystgeorges.org. And now, break out your moleskin prayer journal, and let's get started. Lectures from Sam Shoemaker Day is a two-part series featuring talks from The Feast of Sam Shoemaker, held at Calvary Church in February of 2020. This series celebrates the legacy of Sam Shoemaker, former rector of Calvary Church and spiritual counselor of Alcoholics Anonymous. Join us and discover the Christian roots in AA's famous 12-step program and learn how it has something to offer the church and us all. Good afternoon, everybody. My name is Sam, and I'm an alcoholic and a pothead. Uh, You know, the first time I said those words was April 25th, 2005, in a meeting of Alcoholics Anonymous, and that was the beginning, really, of feeling a glimpse of freedom from the bondage of these substances that had held me in prison for a long time. In fact, about 10 years I had tried to get sober on my own. Couldn't do it. And I tried a lot of different things. I tried um, pledges and um, promises and goals. Um, I went back to church and um, nothing worked. I I saw a therapist who specialized in addiction. But it wasn't until I came to AA that I heard really the honesty of the rooms and people's hearts sharing their fears and their Um, their rage and their shame and their obsession to drink. And I also heard uh, people sharing how they were staying sober one day at a time. So I had a sense of hope. It was was really quite quite a miracle for me that that happened. Um, I was a binger. I could make it Monday through Friday just fine going to work, but often it was on Saturdays, like around 4.20, that I would have this sense of like, you know, because I, I, I was white-knuckling it through the week. Um, and I just couldn't make it from week to week. And I needed help. So I went back to that therapist after I'd been in AA for a couple of weeks and I'd had a couple of weeks strung together of sobriety. And I, I said to him, I said, why didn't you tell me about AA? And he said, I did. <laughs> you just didn't hear me. And so um, what I got from AA was, was the ability to listen with desperation, the ability to hear things that were there probably always in front of me that I couldn't, I couldn't hear. And so what I heard was uh, I became teachable, and they told me to get a sponsor, and I did. A man named Claude, um, he was a carpenter, and um, Claude took me through the 12 Steps. And it changed my life. It made such a difference. I, I had a sense of who God was before I had gotten sober. I had, I had the God of my, of my upbringing. But my sense of God was about what God had either done in the abstract or what God could do for you, but not a sense of God being here for me. And so what AA did for me was it, it integrated the God of my upbringing, whom I call Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, with 
a, a deeper, personal, more intimate understanding of who God was. And it, it really changed my life completely. Uh, it was after that that I heard a call to uh, ordain ministry and going to seminary. And let me tell you, going in front of the bishop and him saying, uh, so you've been sober a couple of years and you're divorced and you, you, want, <laughs> you want to be a priest? You know, that was, that was a, a series of, you know, interesting conversations. But, but by God's grace, uh, I was ordained. And, and God has, has blessed me in so many ways. Um, and I say all this as a way of qualifying and sharing my experience, strength, and hope, because this program works. Um, by the grace of God and the fellowship of AA, um, I have, I'm a pastor of a congregation in the Bronx, a Haitian congregation, where I'm able to preach in Creole every Sunday. And let me tell you, it's a blessing to preach in your native tongue uh, today, in my native tongue. I get to lead mission trips to Haiti regularly, couple of times a year. And God, after years of disappointment, has blessed me with a family, an amazing partner, and two beautiful boys. And I think looking back on it, like I was not ready for those things. AA helped me to grow up. And AA gave me a sense of my place in the world that was not so self-centered, not about me, but it was about about how I could be um, a contributing member of the world. I don't think uh, Bill W. and Dr. Bob had people like me in mind when they uh, created the program of Alcoholics Anonymous. They, they were really more focused on um, the people who were really down and out, people who were really struggling. In fact, when they came here to see Samuel Shoemaker, um, Samuel took them over to Calvary House, which is, was right around the corner, 246 East 23rd Street, what, na- between what is now the hair salon and the nail salon, and he took them into a meeting of, of these men who were alcoholics of the hopeless variety, which is what the big book calls, calls them. And what he saw was men praying together, singing together, and then sharing their personal stories. A lot of the elements that we see in today's meetings, in recovery meetings. So that happened here, in this neighborhood, right here. And we have a lot of people to thank for that, including Samuel Shoemaker. For me, um, I was looking at the time when I got sober, I was okay on the outside, but inside I was dying, and I could not have a connection with God in spite of being uh, a a person who meditated and prayed, uh, often with a hangover, but, you know. uh, But once I got a couple of weeks of sobriety, I had what, Dr., uh, what, what Bill W. calls a spiritual experience. And it was much like being in a dark room and having the blackout curtains open and having sunlight fill, in, fill the room. And I had a, a dramatic sense of God's grace entering my heart and, and, and a sense of hope for the future and what, what could be for my life. It was, it was quite dramatic. And, and Bill talks about his own version of that in the big book, of a spiritual experience. Dr. Silkworth described very well what the problem of the disease of alcoholism is and how it is a a disease of body, mind, and spirit and how it is a prison for people who are afflicted with it. It was Samuel Shoemaker who described the keys, the spiritual keys to 
unlock the door of that prison, and it's the 12 steps. Um, we're, we're, we're reading the 12 steps during this liturgy. I think we're on step three. We've done step three so far. So steps one, two, and three are admitting our powerlessness, saying that we can't do it ourselves and that we have a problem. Step two being that uh, God can restore us to sanity. And step three is making that decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understand God. From there, it goes into confession, really, steps four and five, absolution. And then taking action to say, God, I believe that you can help me. And it takes a lot of humility to say, um, please take, take away these things that are blocking me from being of maximum service to you. From there, it's uh, making amends and restitution to the people we have harmed. Amends doesn't just mean apologizing, but it means making things right. And then the last, ten, the last three steps, 10, 11, and 12, of taking a regular personal inventory, uh, conscious contact with God, and I love the part my sponsor always talks about, we pray only for knowledge of God's will for us and only for the power to carry that out. And then we're of service. We carry the message. We help other people, which is why I'm here today, because this helps keep me sober. So the 12 steps are really not new. If you look at the gospel lesson today, they're in there. They're, all 12 steps are in that lesson. So when Jesus arrives on the shores of Gerasene, the man comes up to Jesus and says, what have you to do with me, son of the most high God? And he kneels down in front of him. So Jesus didn't walk around promoting himself as a healer, which is part of what we learn in AA. This is a program of attraction and not promotion. The man is attracted to Jesus. And so he realizes that, that he's got a problem. Jesus can help him, son of the most high God, and he's asking for help. He's turning his will and his life over when he kneels down. So he also names his uh, affliction. He names his character defect, which is legion. He's got this demon in him. And so he asks Jesus not to send them into the abyss, but to send them into the swine, step six and seven. And then I got to believe that... um, after Jesus left, he probably needed to make amends to the swine herders because they, <laughs> they lost some money when those swine drowned. That's not in the gospel. Supposition. And what happened at the end? Jesus said, go and tell what's been done for you. Carry the message. Step 12. Right there. So the 12 steps have been around for millennia. But what Bill W. and Dr. Bob and Samuel Shoemaker did is they brought, um, they brought the 12 steps into our lives, into our time, and into our place in a way that we could apply to our lives. They made the gospel come alive, is what they did. And that's pretty special. So, when we look at this disease of alcoholism, this is a deadly, slow, progressive disease. It's real, and it wreaks havoc on families. It tears families apart. I've seen it. But there is a solution. Now, how do you know? 
okay? If you have a problem with, and it's not just alcohol, by the way, it's, it could be Oreos or uh, gambling or sex or pills or, or anything that we put before in front of God, anything. How do you know if you have a problem? Well, if somebody said to you, I think you have a problem, then maybe you have a problem. And if, more importantly, if you yourself feel deep down and you've tried to make changes in your life, you've tried to make pledges and you haven't been able to, well, you know, you may be powerless. And, and that's not unusual. And one of the things I love about Calvary St. George is this message of powerlessness that comes when it's not just about Samuel Shoemaker. This is about our relative powerlessness compared to God who has all power. So this is a powerful disease. Jesus said, I came that you may have life and may have it in abundance. And I can tell you personally, I've gotten that abundance in my life and I'm so grateful to the Fellowship of Alcoholics Anonymous, grateful to God and God's grace for second, third, fourth chances. Many people today say, you know, God's not speaking anymore to people the way that, that God spoke to some of the characters in the Bible. And I don't agree with that. Because, and not, neither did Samuel Shoemaker. Because what he said, Samuel Shoemaker said, that when Bill W. wrote the 12 steps, which, by the way, was in this building, he said it took Bill W. about 40 minutes to write the draft of it. And I want to take a little aside to tell a story. Um, I came to the Mockingbird Conference four or five years ago and asked uh, Jacob, you know, can you give me a place to crash Um, because I don't live in the city, and I was coming in by myself, and he said, sure, you can sleep on the couch in my office, and so as he's showing me the place, and he, um, he, do you remember this? (laughs) He said, he's giving me a pillow and some sheets, he said, by the way, this was the office where they wrote the 12 steps, where where Bill W. wrote the 12 steps, and that whole night, I had this unbelievable sense of the presence of the program, not just Bill W., not just Samuel Shoemaker, but my sponsors, the men that I've helped, the men I've, the, and women that I've been in meetings with, this unbelievable, overwhelming gratitude for this amazing program that, that millions of people are part of today. And, and just think about, had we been born 100 years ago, we would not have this solution. You know, I would probably be dead or in jail. So I don't know about you, but it's a miracle, really. It's amazing. And so um, Samuel Shoemaker liked to say, he compared the 12 steps to Moses bringing the Ten Commandments down from Mount Sinai. And I believe that. I believe that that God speaks today the way God spoke back then. And are we listening with ears of desperation? People also say uh, God doesn't do miracles the way he did with that uh, garrison man. And I have two quick stories to tell you. One, uh, these are both people that I know. There's a, and I'll, I'll keep their anonymity. But um, uh, there's a man who uh, was an alcoholic, and he, was a, he could not stop drinking. He was a successful finance guy. And um, one night he was driving drunk, and he launched his Jeep off the road, and he hit a tree 12 feet off the ground. <laughs> And he survived that crash, and that was what brought him into Alcoholics Anonymous. 
He got a sponsor, he worked the steps, and today he's been sober almost six years. I know another man who um, was also a, a heavy drinker, alcoholic, he, he said, and uh, had a brain aneurysm, had successful brain surgery, and continued to drink after that surgery. Now, he had a, a wife and, and twins under the age of two, and his wife was so upset that he was drinking again, she kicked him out of the house. And so uh, that was his impetus to come into the rooms of Alcoholics Anonymous. He got a sponsor. He worked the steps. Today, he's been sober over seven years. Uh, it took four of those years for his wife to forgive him and to, uh, to trust him that he was, that he was not going to drink again. And today, they have a happy home. How are those stories any different than Jesus healing the garrison man? It's exactly the same. Now, they didn't get healed like that, the way Jesus healed them, but they were healed. Friends, we are so blessed to have this program that was formed by so many people, including Samuel Shoemaker. What a gift. What a gift. Thanks be to God. Thanks be to God that we have the ability, either if we are suffering or we know somebody else who is suffering, I don't know anybody who doesn't have either themselves or someone in their lives that's touched by the problem of addiction. Thanks be to God that we have a solution. May God bless these words and may God bless each of us. Amen. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Cal St. G Academy. All of these podcasts are recorded at live events and lectures hosted by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. Want to hear more? Stop by the church sometime and attend one of these events live or swing by one of our many services where we seek to rightly divide the word of truth week by week with sermons that always point to where we end and God begins. Find out more about all of our events and offerings by visiting calvarystgeorges.org. And if these free podcasts have meant something to you, and you feel led to support our ministry, head on over to calvarystgeorges.org slash giving and make a donation today. Thanks again, and we hope to see you soon.